0: What is that?
1: <coughs> you don't have to sit and wonder
0: why, babe. Really? You don't know that song? No. What, what song is that? Ain't no use to sit and wonder why, babe. You can keep singing the same line to me as many times as you want. I don't know what song it is. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. Are you going to tell no me what song to it is? sit wonder
1: why, babe. One more it's time. Called, don't, it's called, ain't no use, it's called, um. <laughs>
0: Welcome to Icon or YCon, the show where we break down your favorite film universes one movie at a time. My name is Andrew David Sotomayor. I am here, as always, with the general zod to my Cal L. Mr. CJ. LaRoche. CJ, how you doing today?
1: Well, Andrew, I'm doing super. i'm a man i'm 40 there you go i'm so glad you did that thank you yeah Uh, i'm uh seriously though this is this is a great day uh i'd like to just ask uh the forgiveness of the 17 listeners for my voice started a new job where i talk a lot uh and i've been talking since i well i've been talking for seven and a half hours now so i need to get on my uh my honey and my tea Mm Mm-hmm regimen. Yeah. uh, So that I can I can fix the chords because it's been I mean it's been a while since she had to fucking spout Shakespeare. You
0: know what I'm saying? Yeah no I feel that man but you can get it back. You just got to train that thing back up. Uh, Are are you you vocalizing in the morning? You got to vocalize in the morning.
1: No I have not been doing anything. I've just been you know resting on my laurels as Mm -hmm. they say and today Mm -hmm. really put me to the test. Um, But I'm happy to be here. This is going to be a super short episode. We're talking about (laughs) We're talking about uh, Man of Steel, Uh, the DCEU uh, premiere, right? This was it. This was like the launch. This was the launch of what became the DCEU. Yeah, this was a fucking great movie. My special award is uh, this was a fucking great movie. Everything worked. Nothing didn't. And we'll see you next time.
0: Well, listen, I'm very happy that you had this summation, but I feel like you completely cut me out of the conversation. Because I, something you know about me, I'm a huge Superman enthusiast. You're the superest. I'm the superest. And when this movie came out, I flipped my shit about it. I loved it. I love it so much. I've seen it so many times. It actually got to the point where uh, I was like, uh, Bart, we got to rewatch Man of Steel so I can record the episode. And he's like, honestly, you could go into that episode cold. Um, right. I bet yeah. you could. I could. Yeah. I didn't because I wanted it to be fresh. And what was great about that was that I got a really, really good cry. Out of the episode. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I got a really good cry. It was such a great film. I really, really love it. And uh, let's just start. Let's just start chatting it out. Let's break down a couple things about this movie. You ready? I mean, if we have to, I'm just telling you, it was incredible. We must. Uh, top of the film, right? First yes. juxtaposition you see. This movie is all about juxtapositions, right? Right. First right. juxtaposition you see: birth of a child, death of a nation. So good, so smart. Sets up something that is going to be super relevant to the entire movie, and then he's actually giving you threads that are intended to continue on in the franchise. Now, sadly, as we know about all the drama with the DCU, a whole bunch of that's, things. It's not though. That's know, not though. Right. I know. I know. Because I'm trying to let go of my baggage. I have no. so much baggage.
1: No, Andrew. It's prom night. Okay. All
0: right. We're just we going to enjoy have dates. We're just
1: going to enjoy the Man of Steel. We rented a limo. Yeah. We went to the fucking Italian restaurant. The one that spins around. Sure. Yeah. We went there and yeah. we, had all, we had all the carbs. And it was so good. And it was delicious. And we know how the night ends. Yeah. So we don't really – that's the beauty of this movie. Like we know how it's going to end but we don't even really need to work for it. No. Because it's all so good. This, this, this Snyder guy, yeah. he's got a future. I, I think so. It's not going to get cut short.
0: Hey listen, you're coming at me with the jokes tonight. I love it. I'm in a great mood. Yeah. I'm in a great mood. I'm telling you, when I
1: when I watch a movie like this where I mean I'm I'm talking about nitpick. Yeah. I, I am down to the nitpick of these things. You know, it's almost like you have to Google dumb things about man of steel just to come up with anything <laughs> bad to say about this film.
0: Well, you know it's funny, well when this movie came out though, I was bowled over by it and people had a lot of opinions.
1: I can't imagine why. Let's yeah. hear them. Do you know do you remember some of them?
0: Well, a lot of it really the the thing that dominated the conversation was were two things really. It was the massive amount of carnage in act 3 and how most of Metropolis was destroyed, which I thought was incredible, and what you come to a superhero movie for. Yeah, it's a great choice.
1: I, You know, that's the th- thing about, you know, and I'm a little bit older than you. I'm just a little bit older than you, Andrew, okay? So yeah. stop looking at me like that. I'm just slightly older. Yeah. One of the things that the first Superman movies with Christopher Reeve did was that, like, they totally destroyed everything, but nothing was destroyed. Yep. Right, so like they would, they were, they were here, they were there, they they were everywhere, but yet everything was like was
0: fine. I mean, he he actually reverses time to correct things in one film.
1: Right, right. We're talking about two of the most powerful fucking beings in in the universe. I mean, given the technology, given the strengths and the and the powers and everything, you know, that these aliens, they're aliens, that these, that these Kryptonians have. I mean, yeah. I guess if we went there, like we'd be the aliens, right? Yes. But uh, with all the power that they have, if they ever threw down, like that's, what it's go- that's what's going to happen. Absolutely. You know? And I love, I love the angle of, you know, we're not just here to fucking like take over like general, like the first three leather clad Zodians zodians were in the first week. We're here to fucking take over. Yeah, we're going to terraform the planet. We're going to terraform the planet so that it fits our shit. That's another thing that I love is like that we got an explanation for how Superman, you know, can like just live on Earth. Oh, yeah. We're we're talking about science and shit in
0: this movie, but still like it's wrapped up in this beautiful, beautiful superhero ball. Well, and and what's great is uh, the thing about Superman, Superman's like the granddaddy, right? So he came out in a time – we actually call superheroes superheroes because of Superman. Yes, Absolutely. And the thing is, his powers have changed over time. And and the most popular version of his powers, the ones that we know, are all included in this movie. But there's a certain like industry standard for how Superman works that we yeah. have now. Do you know? Yeah. But it yeah. wasn't always like that. Uh, the, the whole um he gets his powers from Earth's Yellow Sun, which they actually say in Marat. Um, yeah. he gets his powers from Earth's Yellow Sun actually came on later. But they make that such a plot point, a scientifically driven plot point in this movie, and right. I love in the beginning sequence the another juxtaposition right away where Lara is like, "He'll be an outcast; they'll kill him," which we know from the Doomsday storyline is true. And exactly. Then, yeah, and then JorEl is the hopeful one, and he's like, "He'll be a god to them." Which is yeah. also true. Both of it's true. I think it's so cool. Um, Jor-El is a badass. This is some fantastic work by Russell Crowe. Uh,
1: this is some of Russell Crowe's best work.
0: He was amazing. I, the, he was absolutely
1: whole, amazing.
0: First of all, that whole Kryptonian sequence is brilliant.
1: Yeah, first nitpick. Go for it. I didn't like the flying what? Dragonfly? The fuck was that? That's what that's what that's what Jarrell is flying around on. Yeah, you didn't like that. Nah, man, he's got to be on like a Kryptonian skidoo or something.
0: Uh, What the hell is a Kryptonian skidoo? (laughs) (laughs)
1: he's got to be on something better than that man he's got you know like he's the guy right like he's the 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 science administrator yeah you know so like grant like he probably has a lot of money he's probably gotten a lot of grants over the years sure he's gonna invest in something other than a dragonfly that ultimately led to my first tier the whole thing is when the damn thing died i know that was so sad you know like (laughs) talking about borrowing from things that work right like i haven't talked about that yet i'm going to later yeah but like never ending story what's the what's the most memorable part of that movie Artex of the swamp of sadness Duh. It's when that fucking horse dies that still fucked me up
0: kill an animal
1: yeah and i'm the and i'm and you got me and the animal saves him like yeah
0: yeah uh no i i okay i i didn't mind that i thought it
1: was great i don't i didn't like it but ultimately, it served its purpose. Like, that's, that's, that's what I'm just going to keep saying in this movie is that, like, th- there are things that I was like, uh, what, wait, no, but I forgot about it right away.
0: Yeah, it was really cool design for Krypton. And there were yeah. interesting designs made, like. Yeah, and we know that Krypton met its end. Yeah. And now we got to see it. Yeah. Like, and How we cool got to see that? That, that there was actually some political discord Sure. And they, and it wasn't all were, fucking
1: sunshine and roses
0: there. No, and they were harvesting their core. They made the decision to like shift from exploration to uh, sort of a, a weird, every, we're breeding our own version of Kryptonians. Yeah.
1: Now, when they said harvesting the core, did that have to do with the Matrix stuff? Or was that separate? Like, were the we're, making babies? Because he, he went swimming. Yes. And that's where all the babies were, but
0: that wasn't the core. Harvesting the core was a different thing? Uh, The core is powering that thing. Copy. The core is powering that thing, but uh, it's drawing all of its genetic data from the codex.
1: Okay. Which which, is the half
0: skull. Which is the half skull, which gets uploaded into Cal's body. Right. Great turn of events. Yeah. The Kryptonian codex is a great thread to start yeah. a storyline off no
1: absolutely it actually it gives zod a reason to want to kill him
0: oh yeah it's it's very very cool
1: i loved the zod kal-el sort of um uh like cohesion no it's the wrong word like that 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 there was actually a chance that they could work together
0: well, and that's right? that's one of the hardest things and that's one of the things where I think this movie really succeeds is because what Zack Snyder did was he made sure that we understood that he is seeking a Cal is seeking a sense of belonging that he's never really fit in. He really othered Superman, which is fantastic because Can you can you
1: explain can you explain to the dumb side of my brain what you mean by othered?
0: He made it so that Superman – it was clear that Superman does not belong anywhere. Gotcha. Superman yes. – and thereby belongs to all of us, right? Because he's a construct of the conflict between his two identities. Right. Right? He exists to make sense, to make peace between the two identities, but Superman doesn't really exist in and of himself. Does that make sense? It does to me. I have so many feelings about the concept of Superman and what he means. I I love looking at Superman as an immigrant allegory because he does not belong here. He was sent here away from his parents to have a better life and he is different and that's what makes him strong. That is why we need him because he is different. I live for that whole concept of him.
1: Yeah. Donner others Superman a little bit too though
0: a little bit but the thing about the thing about donner he didn't lean lean into into it it. and there was this early 80s late 70s sort of glow Mm -hmm. about the donner movies and the thing about the donner movies which i love um and i say movies because the donner cut of superman 2 is brilliant Mm. um the thing about donner era and the christopher reeve type of superman that was like your boy scout superman where he was so wholesome and so American, you know? And and the slogan was truth, justice, and the American way, which is problematic because Superman, Cal is not American. And uh, the Brandon Routh version of the character, they start exploring that he doesn't belong, but it kind of is supposed to pick up. Where Richard Donner Superman left off, so he's kind of uh, beholden to some of those ideas, and then they didn't continue with that version of the franchise. They rebooted yeah. with this one, and Zack Snyder leaned into it really far. Yeah, I never understood that Superman. The bread and <laughs> Roth Superman. Yeah, I never really got it. Oh, I really like it too. But again, well, of
1: course you do. Of course you show. do. Yeah, uh, it would be like if, if it would be like if someone made like uh, like a George Bailey film. George Bailey. It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, God. If we had lived in, like, the town of Bedford universe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel about these flashbacks to Clark's past? Well, I did it last episode. Don't make me give away my special award. All right, don't give away your special award, but they're really effective, right? I vote yes. Oh, my gosh. So my favorite part and the part that always kills me. Is I know what, what- you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Can't I just keep be pretending to be your son? Oh, how did you know, man? Come on, man. <laughs> oh. he's, I like, know. he's like, you are my son. Come yeah. on! Yeah. Come yeah. on! And I think what's very powerful is that when you follow this thread with how how Jonathan Kent is trying to guide him a certain way, but being like, you have to hide yourself. The world isn't ready, right? People are afraid of what they don't understand, that whole thing, right? Yep, yep. That leads up to the cyclone sequence, mm-hmm. where to protect him, Ugh. it's heartbreaking. And then, yep. and he, Clark never got to say he was sorry. He was about to. He knew what he said was wrong, and he's going to have to live the rest of his life trusting that his father knew his heart. It breaks my heart. Daddy issues galore. Sure. But Zach leans into the daddy issues that Clark has with both of his fathers.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And I love exactly. that. so.
1: We Shout have, out to Kevin Costner
0: real quick. Shout out. Oh, my gosh. What a great Jonathan Kent. Shout again. out. Fantastic work. Oh, fa- my
1: God. I mean, his, some of his best work, what, since
0: Field of Dreams? Since Field of Dreams, even. Yeah. Uh, he's so good, so charming, and so warm. And the other thing that I love is that Jorel had a vision for what his son was going to be, and he believed mm. in it. Yep. You know, he sacrificed everything. All of the things. Literally all of the things for this vision to happen. And then you have Kevin Costner, Jonathan Kent, who understands that his son is a gift and he's supposed to be something. It's just the time is not right. Time to, isn't right. The time isn't right to tell everybody about this. was ahead of his him, time. Ahead of his time. And he is the man that shows Clark what a hero is. Mm-hmm. He Yeah, knows, to
1: protect him. He sacrifices – he makes the ultimate sacrifice.
0: That's why Clark is a hero. Yep. He doesn't know about what Jor-El did for them. He finds out later. So this is right. in his, literally in his DNA to become Superman, to bridge both worlds. It's, it's, it's very beautiful. Honorable mention for scenes that I love that always stay with me is when his powers are first manifesting and he hides in the closet. And he calls his mother and he's like, it's too big. And she's like, then make it small. Focus on my yeah. voice. Like, oh. So it sets up the relationship with Martha that is going to be hugely important to him for the rest of his life.
1: Yeah, I love too that they just sort of um they just sort of drive by X ray vision. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, know, it's like we Superman has X ray vision. If a seven year old had X ray vision, that's yeah. what would happen. Yeah. He'd freak the
0: fuck out. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. It's so good. We have to spend a little bit of time talking about Lois Lane. Okay. How did you Let's feel go. about this casting choice? Okay.
1: Um I was very skeptical right from the jump. Were you? I was. I was open. I said, well, because Margot Kidder, yeah. No. Yeah, Margot Kidder. Yeah. Quintessence right strong uh
0: confident it's got got that grainy voice
1: yeah like like she is your older sister who played field hockey yeah right and amy adams has you know through no fault of her own kind of like a dainty small personality okay so she has to work against her size Right. She has to sort of like have this larger than life personality, yeah. but also she has to live up to what Margot Kidder gave us. Mm-hmm. Right. And there aren't a lot like when, as I think through comic books, right, who was Batman's main squeeze? Uh, which one? He had a different one every exactly. movie. Exactly. Yeah. Who was Tony Stark's main squeeze? Pepper. Right. Gwyneth Paltrow. How tall is Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah. She's right she, uh, when you're talking about these superhero movies, and you have like, I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow eventually became Iron Woman, right? Um, but when you have these, these like sort of girlfriend characters, right? Like Lois Lane is where it starts and stops,
0: yeah. She's always you know been the I mean? key.
1: So, so when I see Amy Adams' name, I'm like, huh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be here for it. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, give it a chance. So I just felt like there was just a little bit, like, it just it just lacked, like, ever so slightly because she doesn't have the stature.
0: Oh, interesting. So right away, here's my thing. As a person of limited size, that's, that sounds horrible, but I'm a short guy. You know this about me. <laughs> person of limited size, it's like, it's like you don't want to say the word short. I was trying to not say the word short, and now it sounds like I have, like, no penis. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, what I meant was, (laughs) as a short person, uh, I I, I understand that it's the little ones you have to watch out for, that we're, you know what I mean? And I loved that about her. And I also like that she is, it is her intelligence that walks in the room first. That's the thing. Amy Adams Lois Lane walks into the room like she's the smartest person in the room and she's not assaulting you with it it's just a fact she doesn't need to put you down she doesn't put anybody down Right. she's very kind but her confidence in, with the way she walks into Perry's office and she's like running the story well yeah. I'm, then I'm leaking it like I, I yeah. love that about Amy Adams' Lois. I love that it's different because she's not oh, giving you everything you know about Lois, and that's another thing where this movie succeeds. It manages to give you everything you know, everything you think you know, and then a different take on all of these things.
1: Yeah, sure, and, and like, don't get me wrong; like, the performance is is I mean, almost is she, almost flawless.
0: She's a fantastic
1: actress. It's almost flawless. We were just speaking about the casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when when you look at it um, from from that angle. Uh, yeah, no, and I think that her and Henry's chemistry oh, lurching, is, as, like lurch. is as good as it gets.
0: Yeah. It's as good as it gets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So how did you feel about the whole situation involving the military and then the world engine, putting the world engine on one side of the world, having the Kryptonian ship on the other side, and we're going to terraform through the planet – and we got to get Superman and the 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 military like names him Superman. There's that whole thing. How did you feel about it? It's basically your act three sequence of we got to stop the terraforming.
1: Uh, loved it. And I also love that we didn't spend too much time on that. Um, Superman might be a bad guy. Yeah, we didn't angle we, right? yeah, we that didn't. we always that we always seem to have to sit through. Yeah, uh, you no. Know, Thankfully, the uh, Elliot from Law and Order—I think his character's name is Elliot. Um, I can never remember the actor's Hardy. name. He's like, yeah, he's so good. He's amazing. Um, oh, he's so amazing. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, he—you know—right away, he's like, "No, this man is not our enemy. We're good." Yeah.
0: It took—it took a um, while. He had to save a few American soldiers. Right, but we, it didn't it didn't take all of Act Two. No, no. It, well, it can't because that's a storyline we're going to get to later. But again, leaving my baggage out of this movie. How at, many times do I, know, I have we're to this? We are pump. on Man of Steel. Yeah, we're missing. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm just like I, I'm very very excited. Don't. We only get ahead of ourselves within the movie. Okay, okay.
1: Like you can start talking about the end, but um, no. But that's that's one of the things that I think really 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 works about the the film is that. There's so many um, things that happen in this movie that happened in the comics. It's, it's, it's why Marvel takes the cake, right? Because we know that Wanda's babies are Mephisto's hands. Yeah. We haven't gotten there. We're only on episode four, but we know because we read it, right? There's so many, there's so many things that, that happened in this movie that were like straight out the comics. His S is not an S. Stands for hope you know that's from a comic um so it, not like not ju- just like touching the things that we knew yeah. right like with the with the superman might be a bad guy but also like yeah that's from the comics and we have to we have to honor that but like let's not sit in it let's introduce like some new things from the comics honor that people is, may not know
0: honor is a great word because he really does make sure he gives us everything that we think we need to see from a superman origin story and then yes. lets it breathe and lets it do its own thing um yeah. when when we have the whole concept this and it's, it's pretty late to introduce this whole theory but they've taught us that on the kryptonian ship he doesn't have his powers because right. of the kryptonian atmosphere. Like they yeah. established that and then you get to when he has to disable the world engine and he has to, and Lois brings it up she's like aren't you going to have no powers when you go through that? And he's yeah. not even worried about that because he's right now all he can see is Jonathan Kent, right? He's yeah. like yeah, but what I need to do is go for it. When he powers through and that is his final like birth canal moment as a hero. And he emerges from that, and then the sun shines on him. Yeah, and he is Superman. Like, come, it's beautiful. It's poetry. It's it's wonderful,
1: and it makes you forget that the sun was would probably not be shining there.
0: No, no, but it has. But it has to because movie, right? I'll I'll allow (laughs) it because movie, and you're okay with it. That's how good this film is. That's that's how good this film is because that moment drives him directly into the final fight with Zod, which leads to him he has to choose. Yeah. He has to choose. Protect his protect his chosen family and destroy the last person, the last of his race. Yeah. By his hands. And that's why I love it. Now, I'll get now that we're here, I'll get to the other point of contention. I skipped it so we could talk about the movie. The other point of contention that people had about this movie was there's been a traditional no-kill rule in the DC universe. Okay. And so to lead off this first movie with Superman killing someone was a big deal because everyone was like, oh my God, there's Superman has a no-kill rule. And then people are like, no, that's Batman that has the no-kill rule. And then people are like, oh, there's everybody has no kill rule. And then and then there's truth there. they're like the no-kill rule never existed. So that was a big topic of conversation. Uh-huh. And me, I was just like, I thought it was awesome because They've, that's the final stage of othering him. He has to make a decision.
1: Yeah, he's got to make a choice. Yeah, he's got to make a whole choice. Point of, that's yeah. the whole
0: point of him. Yeah, he's got to choose. And he chooses us. Yeah. Because we raised him, Jonathan and Martha. You yep. know? He's from, he says it everything, he's like, I'm from Kansas.
1: Yeah, so exactly. We're,
0: we're going to have to do it on my terms. to like,
1: be more American.
0: Yeah. Like, it's so good. The, um, when he's talking to his mom, and you see him at the at the grave. Ugh, I, know, I know. I know. I know. And they and they flash back and you see the little kid. You see you see Jonathan fixing the car and looking yeah. at at his son and the little kid wearing the cape. Yeah. <laughs> like dude, that kills me every single time. I get every misty time. every no, it's, time.
1: It's beautiful. It's beautiful imagery. It takes you back, you know, it takes you back to you when you were out there in your, on your little kid.
0: We all did yeah. it. We all did and, and, it.
1: But he is Superman.
0: But he is Superman. And he's going to become Superman. It's so good. Um, I also love the first flight sequence, too. When he comes out of the ship mm-hmm. in the suit for the first time yeah. and tries to yeah. fly. Yeah. And that whole monologue by uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah. When, when he's just like, um, they, they will stumble and fall, but in time they will join you in the sun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's fucking beautiful filmmaking. It's
0: great. It's great. Uh, I, I feel like, I, I, I feel like, Zach has some daddy issues or something because like there's some serious father son shit that you have to sort well, through when you watch this movie. Well, they, he just knows. I mean, he knows
1: that if you want to, you know, if you want to get a movie to where every single person in the world likes it, yeah, you have to do that. Like, if, there has to be there has to be a parent child bond connection relationship struggle drama anger forgiveness you know you have to you have to put that in there yeah. because we all have it we all from the most wonderful healthy childhood to the most fucked up people that you can imagine like it It all starts with your parents they're they're the they're the people that you know and that you you know depend on for life literally literally few years you know, and then the bond grows and the emotions happen and some parents are good and some parents are bad and some kids are good and some kids are bad. But at the end of the day, every single person in the world knows what that relationship is. Even people that grew up without them because they know that they didn't have them.
0: Yeah. That relationship is very formative, if you will. It's it's
1: very formative and the way you know, the way that Costner and Diane Lane sort of just give us the most perfect, imperfect parents. They're trying so hard trying so hard and they're in an impossible situation they're in a situation that they could never succeed in they're raising an alien yeah and they love him so much they're the only ones that know it and they can't talk to anybody about it and you know it's just like okay here we go this is what this
0: is what god has given us so on we go also real talk you know that kevin costner and diane diane lane were the most beautiful people in smallville when they were like, like I, I was thinking, oh, about they that. were the king and the queen at the prom. No I, I was question. thinking about that the whole time. I was like, Diane Lane, Henry Cavill, and Kevin Costner. That is the most gorgeous family I've ever seen. My yeah. word!
1: Yeah, I love that we only see Smallville on that water tower, like, yeah. in the distance. Yeah, they
0: don't hit us over the that. We, we know. know, we, we know, know is. Is. we know what that is. Oh, it's you know oh, it so good. Uh, we should take a break. Okay. <laughs> You know, CJ, I love that we have such a litany of episodes to share with our listeners. Litany, that's a great word, Andrew. I'm glad that you said that word because it
1: makes me think of the litany of social media options that exist in the world today.
0: Oh, look at you riffing off of me. That's fantastic. Uh, I feel like we have a wholly underutilized Instagram and Twitter that we should be engaging with our listeners on. I would
1: like to Instagram and Twitter with our listeners. So this is gonna be the at icon or ycon on Twitter, at icon or ycon on Instagram, and coming soon, icon or ycon the YouTube channel. So please, folks, comment, subscribe, let us know what we're doing well. It can't be that much to write. Let us know what we're doing poorly, and it'll make you feel like you can practice your grammar.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. And punctuation.
1: Absolutely, because there's going to be a lot of sentences when it comes to giving us notes. But seriously, folks, we want to hear from you. Don't be shy. Get involved. Engage. And we'll keep bringing you the best of the film universes that there are. I love that. Back to the show. And we're back. We are back, folks. And I want to say that during the break, uh, I actually have fallen even more in love with this movie. Just because time has passed.
0: It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I love that I could share this movie with you. I love that you could go here with me. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm on, yeah. on my Superman journey. Cause you, you've yeah. known me for a long time and you know how I feel about this man. I do. I do. Um, what's it time for?
1: I think it's time for some ephemeral questions it's time for questions if i'm a roll with cj and his partner the toilet bowl i'm talking about andrew he is a toilet bowl he is white and smelly oh wait he's not white
0: (laughs) i i (laughs) there's so much to unpack with that theme song there's so much. You called me a toilet bowl. You called me white and smelly, but then corrected that I'm not white, but I'm still a toilet bowl and smelly. <laughs> like, what the hell, man? <laughs>
1: In a world where Andrew David Sotomayor is not only
0: a <laughs> but a toilet bowl. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm dead. Episode over. This meeting is over. <laughs> so cj yeah what worked for you
1: about this movie uh what really worked for me um is a lot a lot of it worked as you can tell from the previous half an hour but i think uh the thing that i i can say you know from a filmmaking standpoint and from um from a superhero action genre universe standpoint the modernization of krypton what Mm. does that mean what does that mean when we've seen Superman and his kin, his brethren, in in previous mediums, they were not, like, like that far advanced past yeah. what we know, right? Like, they were definitely more advanced, certainly. There was, there was a lot of robes,
0: a lot of drapery. Right. They were kind crystals. of
1: like... Crystals. Right, in the snow. Like, they were kind of like college professors, whereas, like, the people on Earth were truck drivers Mm. right in fact one of like one there's a major conflict with a truck driver yeah but to to believe that superman right is like the ultimate being and like power in the universe like their civilization needed to be light years ahead of ours yes right and in this movie we see it absolutely we see it like that that fucking um you know those things in the office where you would like push the pin up like yeah. all the pins up like that thing in this movie. So cool. So cool. Felix. Right. Yeah. So cool. But like so advanced, you yeah. know, that you would think that we could never have anything like that. Uh, 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 Jor-El being able to like manifest his fucking consciousness. Yeah. You know, to like move, to, to move
0: the plot, admittedly to move the plot. Oh my but gosh. You, you believe it when he's helping Lois get out of the ship. Yeah. Turn such left. a good moment. Yeah. Dark.
1: Yeah. Uh, so good. But like, really honest, honestly, I think that's what, what really worked is that now I believe that this kal is that could be that fucking powerful because they are they are from a different fucking universe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He he made sure we knew they were aliens. It wasn't some hyper romanticized like mystical no. land.
1: no. No, and, and and I did not mean to say anything disparaging about truck drivers. I was merely painting a picture.
0: I appreciate well. you making that correction. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, did did anything work for you
0: in this movie? <laughs> it's kind of a silly question to ask me that, but uh, I, I touched on it a little bit. I, I really think he did a great job giving you everything you need to see, plus fresh new takes on everything, you know? So I loved uh, this take on Perry White. I love what the Daily Planet is like. I love that Jor-El was able to take over all of Earth's communication to send a huge message. That's something that we usually reserve for, like, Daily Earth is still for for true alien stories, you know? Yeah, Independence Day. Independence Day, you know, and how the, the it was appearing in different languages so he could communicate with the entire world looking for Cal. Uh, I it was super interesting and familiar at the same time. It was basically a Salma Gundy of like choices about super nice.
1: Good reference.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Good reference. Listen, I try, but yeah, I loved it. What didn't work for you? Uh, the only moment there were a couple of like some
1: bad dialogue, but not enough to get mad about it. Right. Not enough to to bring it to this section, to make Mm it ephemeral. (laughs) I will say the one thing that was so bad, somehow they were able to make Christopher Reeve look like Clark Kent and have you think that it was two different people. You think? Yes, I do. I do. And it may be my, you know, eight or nine-year-old. Though I was eight or nine, though I was eight or nine, though I was eight or nine. But you didn't hate him. It was him. (laughs)
0: Did you just step on my fucking lyric? I did. I did. I did. And there's nothing you can do about it.
1: I can't do anything through the screen. I can only mute myself, which would only be punishing our 17 listeners. (sighs) It could have been my eight or nine year old self that was like, I believe that that's Clark H. Superman. At the end of this movie, Superman walks into the Daily Planet and puts glasses on.
0: Yeah, and everybody's okay with it. I know. And everybody, no
1: one has any idea.
0: Because Henry Cavill is just too beautiful. I guess so. He's a striking, striking man.
1: Yeah, like that's definitely the guy that's yeah. been flying around. Yeah, right? You know, it's pretty clear. You know, there's no question. Um, but I do love that he didn't show up at the Daily Planet until the end. So even in a moment where I'm talking about what doesn't work, I'm still writing my love letter to mm-hmm. Man of Steel. Um, you know. And then we have Batman v Superman coming up. I'm sure there's going to be some great things in that as well. Oh, uh, what didn't work for
0: you? Oh, what didn't work for me was there were three points of heavy exposition. Sure,
1: sure, sure. sure, sure. That's
0: the only thing. Although it, it's. The thing is what Zach does that's beautiful is he delivers it in three different interesting ways. Yes.
1: Yes. Exposition
0: is hard, man. Exposition is I so often, hard.
1: I often think about exposition. And
0: and, and he delays he, it in this movie, lest the top be bloated with it. He right. gives it to us in three installments.
1: Yeah, totally. So he can get to the movie. It bleeds into my, it, it bleeds into my special award a little bit. So. Okay. Okay, good, good, good. Stop talking.
0: All right. Does this movie make your desert island top five?
1: That's a very good question. Mm -hmm. That's a very good question. I think that in the pantheon of desert island top fives, this movie has a place. Okay. This movie has a place. You know what's going to keep it off of my desert island top five? The grain. Uh, Too much grain. There's a little too much grain for me to want a desert Island top five, of this film. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, and I immediately, as soon as you asked me the question, I was like, well, it's this or Endgame."
0: Yeah. But that's it's pretty this. high praise for this movie to put it up there with yeah. Endgame, because Endgame is legit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Although I think infinity war could be a better movie.
0: But it has
1: such a bad ending.
0: Infinity War just cuts you off at the, at the end there. I wasn't expecting that. We're not, in We're not oh, talking about Infinity War. We're not talking about Infinity War right now. Sorry.
1: Man yes. of Steel, no. Desert on Top 5, no. It definitely would be uh, honorable mention.
0: Mm. Okay. Too much grain um, for you. I get it. People complained about little, the grain in um, another Russell Crowe feature. People complained about the grain in Gladiator. Yes.
1: Too much, too work, much.
0: Work hands for Gladiator.
1: For it didn't not work for this because you'll notice I didn't say it didn't work for me. It's just that would keep it – it's the only thing that keeps the movie from being like 100 red squiggly lines underneath.
0: It is firmly in my desert on top five. Uh, I bet you it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I, I, when I, could I,
1: have, I could have answered that question.
0: Absolutely. When when I watched it in preparation for this episode, it might have been 30th 30, 30 time I've seen this movie. I've seen this movie a lot of times. Yeah. I have portions of this movie committed to memory. Um, yeah, I love it. All right, ready? New franchise bonus question. Who do you cast as Supergirl? Okay. This is this is the DCEU. This is the world we're living in. This is our sandbox. Who's Supergirl? Did you lose me? No, I'm here. Can, can you see the phone? Oh. Oh, she's beautiful. Michelle Milette. Michelle Milet. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh,
1: who would you cast?
0: Well, I... I
1: think Amy Adams. I
0: know. <laughs> no, no, you can't cast Amy Adams as Supergirl. I think there's a couple of really strong options. You know who I would love to see a supergirl? Even though Tell she's me. not she's not a blonde? Nina Dobrev from Vampire Diaries. Okay. I think sure. she'd be a brilliant supergirl, and I'm just kind of like I really Does she have to be blonde only because we know that she's blonde? She doesn't. Actually, it might be even more interesting if she was a woman of color. What is she in the comics? She's blonde.
1: She's blonde in the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, um, she could be a wolf color. Have you watched Edgerton? Bridgerton? Bridgerton. <laughs> it's so sexy. I called it Edgerton.
0: I can't. <laughs> no, not yet. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Is this what happens when we like the movie? We just a million other things.
1: Right, we're filling time here, Andrew. I don't have anything else to say. I teased my special award. What is your special award, CJ? Well, my special award is the Sir Mixalot Award. <laughs> and it goes to Man of Steel because Baby got backstory.
0: I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> <The> Wait. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the way that we learn about Clark's
0: backstory in this movie. No, like you, you did not say baby got backstory. Ah, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> I gotta recover. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> Wait. <laughs> we, no, the way that, that that we get Clark's backstory peppered throughout the movie, right? Um, the the way that something's happening in present day, and then we flip back, and it it uh, it all connects. You know, there's there's a seamlessness, even though it's we're chopping up time and reality, and you know, um, it's so good. And the way that, that the, the way that the death of 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 Dad is perfect timed. You know, we're 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 wondering like he's holding back. Is he doing that? Um, it, it, it tends that it's for good reason because Kevin Costner. But we don't really know, right? So it's it's baby god story, man. This film just nails that part of it uh, unintrusively.
0: I love it. I love it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? All
0: right, my special award is a little bit more sensitive, a little more sentimental. Okay. A little bit more romantic. Okay. I'm gonna say the Everyman Award. Okay, yeah, Because I he manages it. to and I said this a bunch of times over, he manages to make Cal be on this quest to find out who he is, right? Uh-huh. And he find he he thinks that finding Jorel will tell him who he is. Yep. And it, it's not With going packed. to. In fact, it, right. it was it was Martha and Clark, or Martha and Jonathan, that taught him who he should be. Yeah, and so he has to now synthesize this information, what he's learned from Joro, what he's learned from Jonathan and Martha about being a human. And Joro even said, "We wanted you to be a human first, like right. we wanted you to learn what that meant." Exactly. You know, and so because of that, because he he has never belonged, and now he has decided that he belongs. Mm. And then the world is embracing him and you see the world embrace him. Uh, you know, there's the military spying on him at the end and he kills the drone. He's like, you're not going to find where I hang my cape. Yeah. You know, but you're going to have to trust me that this is that I'm here to help. And then I the, and then the captain, that's just like, he's kind of hot. Uh, so oh it's, my
1: God. hilarious moment.
0: It, it's hilarious. So they set up everything again, once again, everything we know about Superman, but he, he positions this version of Clark slash cow as an everyman, he's all of us. He's, he represents everything that we hope to be. He represents every time we felt like we don't belong. He represents every time we had to come to the realization that we already had what we were looking for. Right. You know, And I, I think this is the most relatable version of the character I've ever seen. Everyman award. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. It's great stuff. Good. So is this film – an icon or a icon?
1: Well, as you know, I love this movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Me too.
1: This movie had a lot going for it. Got great acting, got great cinematography, even the music. It's top notch. Mm-hmm. If this movie isn't an icon, I don't fucking know we're even here.
0: Yeah. No, it, it's a total icon. It's so good. It's a total icon. It's, it's it's it gives
1: you everything. It's Hank Aaron. God rest his he passed just recently.
0: Mm. Do you know who that is? I don't. <sighs> Educate Give me real quick. Icon. Thirty second lesson. Hank
1: Aaron. Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's home run record. Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's home run record. While he was chasing Babe Ruth's home record, he was getting threats. People sending terrible, terrible letters because he was black in America in the seventies. But he persevered. You know, He's fuck. It. I'm just gonna go here. I'm gonna play baseball. I'm gonna hit balls over the fence. When you're a kid and you're like pretend to be, you know, up at the eight in the last in the game seven of the World Series, like you're playing Hank Aaron. He's an icon as far as baseball goes, right? Superman, same thing. Man of Steel among Superman movies.
0: I love that. Yeah, it's true. I think this movie really does show a lot of wonderful things. It gives new voice to the character. It makes the character relevant for a new generation. And it succeeds in starting off major threads for a new franchise. Like It really does a lot of heavy lifting. And it does it beautifully. It also takes a couple of cues from things like uh, The Dark Knight. From Batman Begins, you know it's it's that kind of uh, David S. Goyer brand of storytelling, you know, um, and it and it's really effective. I love this movie. I love it so much. I'm so happy we got to talk about it tonight. It's yeah, been brilliant. Me too.
1: And there's only good things ahead in the DCEU, So let's just power, 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 power forward.
0: <laughs> yes, CJ. Let's just pop, 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 power forward.
1: You know, my mother once told me that Beach Boys wrote for for her.
0: Barbara, oh, really? Is that is that true? On
1: April 1st of my 14th year, she told me again. And I said, yeah, yeah, I know that. I've told everybody I know. And she went, April Fool's. I said, Did you just play a 14-year April Fool's joke? I hate you. Get out of my kitchen.
0: <laughs> she really held on to that one she did god bless her soul listen that's good all right man we did it that's a wrap that's a wrap for the start of yeah. the dc super excited only good things to come
1: no no man no no
0: that's the original one that's the original and this is the one that's like i know but Brum, it's Brum, good Brum, yeah, Brum.
1: i know but when I was watching this movie, I just I kept hearing the original.
0: Sorry. Uh, the original is so good. Gotta love that Johnny Williams. On we go. On we go. On we go. For Icon or Icon, I am Andrew Davis Sotomayor. And I'm CJ LaRoche.
1: And we'll see you
0: next time. <laughs> next time. <laughs>